This is The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca. Toronto's News, today's talk, 640 Toronto. Happy Sunday and Happy New Year, everyone. It is 2024, the first show of the year. And uh, we all know what that means. New year, new you, especially here on The Parenting Show. We like to focus the month of January on the whole new year, new you theme. And we like to kick it off talking about New Year's resolutions. So we're right at the start of the month. We just celebrated New Year's Day. We're all like good and we're we're feeling motivated and inspired. And those New Year's resolutions are in our hands. And so with me, I thought, you know what? We're going to bring Kelly Boss. Kelly Boss, she is one of our resident therapists here. Also a relationship expert and family expert. Kelly, Happy New Year. And uh, Happy how New are Year. You? I'm good. How are you? <laughs> I'm under the weather. Can you hear me? And I know that you I know you trooper. It's okay. We're doing this with the flu. And you know what? Yeah. I'm not going to hide it from anyone. Uh, yeah. You can obviously hear that I am sick. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And if you say anything feverish, everyone will know now, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes. If I say anything off at all, it is my high fever talking okay and no. not to worry i am doing the show from home so i am not infecting anyone okay there we go and you're going back to bed after this i hope i totally am you know it's funny because I, i'm dressed in layers so kelly you know i'm getting like the the fever um chills and then the hot yeah. sweats so if i start yeah. taking my clothes off mid-show yeah. just yeah okay. we know why yeah for sure nice menopause prep too that's good you know what? I've got to say before we get into things, my girlfriend, I've had this girlfriend. I've known her since grade seven. Her name is Carly Angeloni. Shout out to Carly, who now lives in Jersey. Okay. She's a Jersey girl. She messaged me because she saw one of my stories um, earlier this week where I was sick. And she's like, P, she's like, it's menopause. She's like, it's not the flu. And then she's like, just joking. She goes, it's the flu. Take care. I love you, babe. <laughs> I was like, hey, you know what? I don't think she's that far off. No, not, never know. Another show, can, maybe. <laughs> can I make that a New Year's resolution? Like, yeah, I don't sure. want any menopause, any menopause or, or uh, perimenopausal, um, you know, crap hitting me yet. Can I okay. make that a New Year's resolution? You can try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And get, going try. against, yeah. you know what I mean? Just life's mm. thing yeah. and hormones yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. But talking about New Year's resolutions, Kelly, I got to ask, do you have any New Year's resolutions and do you make New Year's resolutions? Yeah, so I would say I'm like kind of a New Year's resolutions light person. I often start figuring this out like mid-Jan, you know, like what I want to <laughs> actually do. I just feel like the holidays as if, I don't know, you know, it's going to take me a little time. You know, your your listeners might be like a couple shows in to the new year, new you before they figure it out. I think that's cool. You know, we're just uh, getting through. So January for me is, you know, a lot of new beginnings. Like there's certainly a start to calendar. There's certain things I want to do better. And that's already like, you know, maybe I'm like, oh, I got to get like, my accounting a bit better and I want to start that January 1st or you know I you know exercise routines pretty normal for me to look at that and just be like okay this is like some stuff I want to get in so I would say like light in general like there's some stuff I want to attack and I go into the new year thinking about that but I get a bit more clear on what they look like a bit later I'm a late late January new year's resolution bloomer 
if you will. Okay. But you know what? I'm glad you're saying that because mm-hmm. everyone thinks, okay, well, I need to start January 1st. So you're mm-hmm. saying it's okay. You don't need to. We can ease yeah. out of the holidays, give ourselves that grace yeah. period. You know, hey, we just had Christmas. We just had New Year's. Now we need a few days or maybe even a week just to recoup, get the kids back to school, back on yeah. track, <laughs> routine. Yeah. And yeah. then I'm going to ease into some some New Year's resolutions. So I find that you've got the people that go full force January 1st, then the people like me that are like, what? New Year's resolution. (laughs) It's a new year. (laughs) Yeah. And now I just learned that there are Kellys of the world when it comes to New Year's resolutions. And that's those people that like to ease into things. 100%. I never even thought about that. It's sort of a made-up thing anyways, right? Like, it's nothing we have to do. We can be New Year, New Us on February. We can we can change things anytime. A lot of people are very much like school is the new year. So I think that's what's, as parents, maybe taken a little bit away from having to do it January because there's so much like, we're going to start this year a certain way happening in September. Yeah, I actually find that for me, September mm-hmm. is somewhat of a, unofficial new mm-hmm. year mm-hmm. so new year right. becomes like a quarterly quarterly review almost <laughs> like yeah we're yeah. a few months in how's this year going what do i want to change yeah i totally find <laughs> that and then when it comes to january i think all the talk about new year new you new year's resolutions i'm like i'm the rebel and i'm like screw all of that yeah and like, no, you know what? Yeah. i'm like I like me just the way I am. And, you know, as things come up throughout the year, I will work on them and I will improve myself. And I'm constantly trying to work on myself and improve Mm -hmm. myself and grow. Right. Mm -hmm. Why is it that Mm -hmm. just, you know, people do this on January 1st. And so I was looking at some stats, Kelly. Yeah. And it's so funny. eh? Like, you know, when I pulled this stuff up, it was saying that, 38% 38% of adults will at least make mm-hmm. a New Year's resolution. I think yep. that number would be higher. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I, right? I don't know. Maybe it's all the things we were talking about. Like some people have already done it. Some people take some time. And yeah, and you know what? A lot of these New Year's resolutions don't end up panning out, right? But they say that most adults heading into them feel positive. And I can see yeah. that too. You know what I mean? Like it is yeah. it is a positive yeah. and it's a motivating thing. Like, okay, I'm going to set this yeah. goal for myself. And I'm going to go after it. And then what do you think? Mm-hmm. Do you think more men or women stick to their goals? Oh, gosh. I was going to say men, but I don't mean anything that's women. So I'm curious. Uh, I don't know why I'm saying that. Why am I betraying the sex? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe okay. it's just me. So it says- anything. 86% of men feel confident that they'll stick to their goals, while 79% of women feel confident about it. So it's not even sticking to it. It's about feeling confident. So okay. more men mm-hmm. feel confident about sticking to their goals than women. Mm-hmm. We're talking New yeah. Year's resolutions, New Year, New You, right here on The Parenting Show. We've got therapist Kelly Boss joining us. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be back with more. So don't go anywhere.
You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca. Toronto's News. Today's Talk, 640 Toronto. Welcome back. This is The Parenting Show and I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca. And it is a new year. And with New Year's comes New Year's resolutions. And New Year's resolutions mean new us's. Does that make sense, Kelly? Sure. New us's. Love it. <laughs> that, of course, is my special guest and um, therapist, Kelly Boss. And uh, she's also a relationship expert and a family expert and mama and just overall amazing human being and good Aww. friend of the show. Kelly, okay, therapist standpoint. Yeah. Like, what? as a therapist, what do you tell your mm. clients when it comes to New Year's resolutions? Do they come to you with this and they're like, you know, Kelly, do I, should I set up a New Year's resolution for myself? Shouldn't I? What do I do? I mean, I don't know if anyone's ever come in and sat down and said, I want you to help me work on my New Year's resolutions. However, I wouldn't doubt that there's a little bit of impetus in that when people reach out around this time of year, you know, that kind of, okay, you know, the holidays are over, it's time to like get cracking on some things or benefits have reopened, <laughs> like my benefits are available again. And I want to oh, yeah. get in um, earlier this year, instead of trying to see a therapist December 25th, six times, you know, or whatever. Um, so that would be another thing. But I think a lot of people do look at this time of year, it's just like a bit of a restart. And so, you know, some therapy can be helpful. So people will call um, around this time. And people will start wanting to, yeah, look at some things. So, yeah, I don't know if anyone's ever said, hey, I want to work on this. But certainly you do get some calls of people saying, I want to look at some stuff that I've, you know, maybe put off or have been meaning to get a start. And this new year has been that kick in the pants I needed to make the call. And I think that that's the thing that I really want to stress when it comes to New Year's resolutions. At least I think that this is important. It's not about Mm -hmm. changing who you are. But rather, it's about improving mm-hmm. the person that you are. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Really? I don't, yeah, I think, like, I read a lovely post, and I'll butcher it, and I can't remember, but it was sort of that idea of looking at the new year, not as all the many things I have to do because there's something wrong with me, you know, but also just like, yeah, looking at improvements, but the, the post was really talking about over, like, what if we took this time to also honor all we've accomplished or been through or been resilient against or you know we're able to do this year and it might be going into the year with some compassion instead of sometimes I think there's a bit of a shaming thing like I didn't lose 20 pounds this year or I I was supposed to be um, a different place in my career or whatever but more like look at all I've gone through and made you know made it out through or you know just acknowledging that, that this is a year I've got through. And I think that that's really important. You know what mm. I mean? A lot of people like New Year's resolutions, like, I don't know. I feel like there's a negative. Well, again, I'm only speaking from my personal views. Yeah. But I feel that there's mm. like a negative view on it in mm, the sense mm-hmm. that it's like, well, I need to lose weight mm-hmm. and I need I, I, I failed at this. So maybe like, mm-hmm. you know, I, I don't go to the gym as often as I should. And, and I look at that and I feel bad about myself. So I need to mm-hmm. up that or I need mm-hmm. to do something else to, to make myself feel good. And yes, while it's important to make yourself feel good, 
-hmm. I think we need to approach it from a different place and give ourselves Mm -hmm. grace. Yeah. Self-compassion. Absolutely. And taking that time to honor, you know, it's also a time of reflection, right? Like that whole old anxiety song or, you know, just like thinking about, you know, the things we've been through. And, And, you know, it's a time obviously to reflect on the year. And maybe taking some time to say, like, good for me. You know, yeah, no, I didn't get to the gym as often as I'd like. But, you know, I got through that really difficult time with the family. Or, you know, I made some really tough decisions about boundaries. Or, you know, even if even if you don't feel like it's been a year of accomplishment, like it's been a year of taking care of myself enough, you know, to get to this next step, right? And now See, maybe and- I can look at it differently. And that's the thing, looking at it differently and approaching these mm-hmm. quote unquote New Year's resolutions with that grace, right? With that mm-hmm. love, with that compassion, with not saying, oh, like I failed at not going to the gym. Instead, say, hey, you know what? Like I did my best last year. Now let's see if I could do a mm-hmm. little bit better this year. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, I think that's a great place because there's going to be some of your listeners like, no, no, like tell me some tricks to doing my, I've got New Year's resolutions, I've got some goals, help me with that. And so I think some of that is, you know, probably really interesting as well as like, what are some things you can do to start attacking your goals, right? And Okay, so let's, yeah, let's talk about that. Yeah, so we've got those people that are ready. Yeah, yes. the, you know, the people that are not taking their time to figure it out, like myself, like the people that are ready to go. So I always say start, start simply, right? Like, do not, Rome wasn't built in a day, right? Like, it's the whole idea of baby step it. So don't say now, I'm going to go to the gym for two hours every day. You know, it just sets us up for failure. Some people might be able to do that, but a lot of us, our schedules are not our own. You know, we're talking to mamas here. So like, yeah, right. Stuff, right. You got the plan and your kid's sick on day one of your perfect plan, right? So, you know, full self <laughs> You get there. sick. Get it. Yeah, you get, or Pina gets super sick, right? <laughs> and she's still working. You know, you just got to do. And sometimes it doesn't include the self-care maybe you'd hope for yourself today. So, um, you know, what are some baby steps you can take? Is it just that I want to get to the gym this week, you know? Um, or is it that I want to start reading something that's positive and uplifting, you know, and not like I'm going to finish a book by in two weeks. Maybe it's like I get a chapter in a week. And then if you do more, awesome, right? Yeah. Then if you do it, then you've got some success going. You don't have to go in and saying oh, uh, I've already failed. So I have to throw the whole plan out. Yeah. See, the approach is, I think, the biggest thing when it comes to New Year's resolutions. And that's what I think will motivate people to keep going and be successful versus saying, Mm -hmm. okay, you know what? I'm done. I've already failed. I'm out. Peace. I'll see you next year. Yeah. Because like what you just said, it's like, hey, Maybe I'll do a chapter a week Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. what did you say? A chapter a week or a book a week? No, definitely not a book a week. Baby (laughs) steps, a chapter, you know, page, you know, let's go easy, you know, a chapter a week. And then if you do more, you're like, wow, I had a really good week. You're going to feel good about yourself as opposed Mm -hmm. to what I just said, a book a week. 
Yes, that would make you feel bad, maybe. Unless like you, some of you are able to do that. And again, you know yourself. But I would say if you're going for the the goal, let's let's make it attainable. Like, you know, smart goals, right? Like what are some things that we can do that make it smart? I can't even remember all the S-M-A-R-T things, but look it up, Google it. I don't have time right now. <laughs> I'm on the radio, but you know, it's things that, you know, are attainable or measurable. Like they, those are great pieces of the goals. Yeah. You know, just you know make what? it doable. And I'm even thinking like for those that want to lose weight, that is mm-hmm. one of like the top new year's resolutions. Okay. Is it? That's one that doesn't surprise me. Right. Mm-hmm. We know that that one is like huge. Mm-hmm. So instead of putting a number beside it, I want to lose 20 pounds or I yeah. want it this weight on my scale. Yeah. Maybe you say, I want to feel better. Yeah. I want to feel healthy. How I look in my clothes or I want to feel good in my clothes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So the approach that we take is what really matters and it's what's going to help us. Right. Yeah, absolutely. We are talking new year's resolutions with therapist Kelly boss. So don't go anywhere because we'll be back with more right here on The Parenting Show on 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca, Toronto's news. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. Welcome back. This is The Parenting Show right here on 640 Toronto. I'm your host, Pina Crispo of ChicMama.ca, and it is our first show of 2024. Happy New Year to all of you joining us. And with me, I've got our resident, one of our amazing resident therapists, Miss Kelly Boss. She is a relationship expert, family expert, overall life expert, and amazing <laughs> woman and mama. Kelly, so we're talking about mm-hmm. um, New Year's resolutions. Yeah. We were talking about, you know, stats and how mm. many people actually make them when it comes to adults. They were saying mm-hmm. like only 38% of adults make a New Year's resolution. And more men than female actually feel confident um, in sticking to it. Mm-hmm. And then we're talking about even just how to approach them. Because I always mm-hmm. look at them. I don't do them because I feel that they're negative. Like, mm-hmm. I'm always like, oh, what is standard? Lose yeah. weight. Lose mm-hmm. weight. Get fit. You know, mm-hmm. it's just like, well, what? Like, I like me the way I am. But I just want to awesome. improve. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, but that's good. No, like that's me the way I healthy. am. Okay. Yeah, I love that. More people should go into the new year saying that. But it's Absolutely. like, you know, there's little things we can do to improve, right? And that's what we were talking mm-hmm. about before the break. And it's the approach on these New Year's resolutions that makes the difference. You know, it's so much. When you were talking there, it just makes me think so much about how we speak to ourselves, right? Oh, I know what you're going to say. It's your famous saying. Say it, Kelly. I I might actually, yes, like you wouldn't say to a friend, which is what I always say. Like, would you say this to a friend? I know where you're going. Um, 100%. But also, like, there's different ways to say things. 
you know, it's just, there's, it's just really true. And when you say like, I love myself, but I want to improve, that's a totally different statement than I need to change X, Y, and Z. So yeah. as you're talking, I'm thinking, yeah, absolutely. You wouldn't say that to your friend. But if I want to make changes, I can say to myself, like, if I want this year to improve, then I can look at opportunities to learn and grow. So if it's, you know, I want to go to the gym more or I want to lose weight. I'm only saying those because they're usually the most common. But yeah. maybe it's like I would like to learn more about what works for me in terms of an exercise routine. That's a totally different statement than I need to be fit. Right? Because or there's so much pressure. To, so much pressure. Or like I I need to be um, I don't know, partner by a certain time, like as a lawyer or something. Like maybe yeah. it's like I want to get every learning opportunity I can to be a better lawyer this year. Or, you know, like just looking at different things, you know, I want to, I want uh, my kids to behave better. You know, like I want to learn more about what works for me and my kids with parenting. Like these are just different ways of saying things. A, keeping it more within your control, right? Instead of like stuff like happening out there. Um, And also B, saying it in a way that is encouraging and positive, like those are game changers and how we talk to ourselves. And it's so often that we say it in the most negative, strict way. Right. And, and I that's think probably that we- the pushback on resolutions. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but you know what I mean? Like that's probably the pushback. I don't like that. I don't like that statement to me. I agree. And I think it's, it's the reason why a lot of people fail at them. They say, mm-hmm. what is it? That it takes 21 days to create a habit? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like how many people yeah. even get to that? Right. A, and for the reasons we talked about, right? Like setting ourselves and up. And that's the thing. That's exactly yeah. what I'm getting at. It's yeah. like how many even how many people even get to that point? Because, you know, something, there may be a bump in the road and then boom, what do you do? You're going to throw yourself down that like imaginary staircase. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, well, it's all over now. So forget it. I'm just done. Mm-hmm. You know, everything yeah. just went to hell in a handbasket. I'm done. Mm-hmm. I, I can't, mm-hmm. I can't do this. You know, mm-hmm. it's just not me. This is too hard. Mm-hmm. But if we come from a different place, approach it differently, then maybe we yeah. can learn going back to what you said earlier Approaching it from a place of like kindness, compassion, self love, mm-hmm. empathy, mm-hmm. you know, giving ourselves mm-hmm. grace. Mm-hmm. Then maybe we may find that these goals that we're setting for ourselves mm-hmm. actually do pan out. Yes, love that. And the other thing that just stood up for me from what you said is that making sure it is your goal. Like sometimes we get on trains because we think we should or our friends doing it or someone else has made that goal for us. And that doesn't work very well, right? Like we have to either, it may not be like a bad goal, but we have to find how it works for us because things have to resonate for us to buy in, you know, internally, right? Like, absolutely. So like your best friend wants to do a marathon and you hate running, that is not your goal, whether she wants you to do it or not, you know? (laughs) You know what your goal is? it would be something I would do to stand by and cheer them on. That's the stance you take. Right? So, you know, 
it's sometimes we get into things and we think we have to do them because we should. And then we loathe it. And every time we have the opportunity to go to X, Y, and Z or be a part of that book club that doesn't work for us or whatever it is, then we're just like, I didn't read the book and now I hate myself. And now I don't even like those people that much, but I'm in it because I should be in it because I should be in a book club. No, get out of the book club, you know, and listen to your audiobook or your daily meditation or whatever works for you. Just because someone else said, this is what works for them. You have to find what works for you. You know what? And I love that you just said that, okay, we're going to use that book club as an example, but I love that you said that, you know what I mean? You don't read the book, then you go there and you, you hate yourself for it. And then you resent the people that are around you. And you're like, why am I here? Why yes. am I sign up for this? Yes. Think yes. about all that energy that you put in to dedicating yes. yourself to that. And yeah. then the energy that you're you're giving into the fact that like, I hate my life for even doing yeah, this. Do when yeah. you could be putting that towards something that you really care about or that you enjoy mm-hmm. doing, even if mm-hmm. it means, you know mm-hmm. what? I don't, I don't know. How long are your book club meetings? An hour? I don't know. I've never joined one. Oh, yeah. There's usually so much chat before you can get to the book club. It's been years since I've been in one. And if we even hit the book club, but yeah, I've never even been in one. And it's yeah. for this reason, because I would hate myself <laughs> and hate everyone and it'd be bad. And I would read the book and I'd be like, where are the calls? No. So I can sound yes. like I read it. <laughs> yes. Five minutes before the meeting. But honestly, like if it's an hour meeting, let's just say. Yeah. What else can you do that hour that's actually going to make you happy? Does it mean, you know what? One hour a week, every Tuesday night for an hour, I am going to take time for myself and I'm going to work on self-care and I'm going to take a bath. You know what? And I'm going to lock the door and light candles and screw the family. Yeah. You know? And I'm going to put my phone on silent. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Right? But if you yeah. do that, like, hey, that's something. That's so more than think- an hour, Pina. That's more than an hour because there's all that time when you're lying there, not wanting to go and or dreading it all day where it's taking up your brain. And I'm not just thinking about this poor book club we've invented, but like anything <laughs> where you've signed up for something you don't want to do and you spend all day bemoaning it. Like that's right? so much lost time, right? And you just feel guilty. And then it's like, so true. It's more than an hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. everyone at home listening, don't join the book club. Okay. Yes. Yes, exactly. I made up <laughs> Not book this club one. that we just created, okay? Which book yeah. club can join the one where you don't have to read it? Yeah. But it, but it is, it's all that exhausted energy, right? And it's like those things when we don't want to do it and we just keep pushing ourselves. And this is in so many, so many areas. Like, you know, I know it when I've signed up for something. It's not that sometimes it's not good to push ourselves to do something. Like occasionally, you know, we have to ride it out because maybe it's anxiety dictating the show more than we've chosen something we don't want to do. But, you know, and sometimes it's good to push on and show yourself you can do things and attain things. That's okay. But I think sometimes we just know when we need to call it. Yeah, I like that. I like all your ideas. I like everything you say, Kelly. And that's why we have you on the show. <laughs> that's, that's We're talking New Year's resolutions with therapist Kelly Boss. Don't go anywhere because we'll be back with more right here on The Parenting Show on 640 Toronto.
You're listening to The Parenting Show with Pina Crispo from ChicMama.ca, Toronto's News. Today's talk, 640 Toronto. Welcome back. This is The Parenting Show right here on 640 Toronto. We're talking New Year, New You, starting off with New Year's resolutions. So this is the first in this series that's going to last all month long here on The Parenting Show. And so we've got with us one of our resident therapists, Kelly Boss. And she's also a relationship expert, a family expert, amazing mama, and kick-ass human, and goddess. (laughs) (laughs) Kelly, okay, we're talking about tips on New Year's resolutions, how to Mm -hmm. approach them, how Mm -hmm. to feel good about them, Mm -hmm. Um, not sign up to do something you don't like just because other people are doing it. 100%, yep. Talking about that book club, guys. (laughs) <laughs> the imaginary book club that we were talking yeah, about earlier. Made up. yeah yeah so okay kelly what other tips and advice can we give everyone listening when it comes to new year's resolutions what if they're like me and they're like no nah, man i don't i don't care i don't do new year's resolutions mm-hmm. but i do want to improve yeah. and i do want to work on myself and i do want yeah. to better myself yeah so you know what just some of these are just ideas you can tuck away for any time of year and any goal you have. So, you know, if New Year's resolutions aren't your thing, then just figure this as like, hey, when I want to set some goals, what are some tips? We can, you know, listen back to this episode and use it when when we need. It's uh, not a problem. Like and if you are looking, if you are like, hey, no, I'm ready and I want to make some changes, then we want to give you guys some takeaways too. So, um, you know, one thing I think I've talked to you about on the sh- uh, you on the show before, but like, I think always a good reminder is like, um, there's some great books. Uh, what's that book on habits? Anyways, uh, James Clear, I think it's a good book, but he's talking a little bit about how do you introduce a new habit? So some of this is some people want to start new habits you know, and maybe like, let's look at something as simple as flossing, you know, like something like, you know, it's not too late and with too much shame, although some of us feel a little shamed at our dental office when we get there. (laughs) But you know, some people might just want to floss more or drink more water. And things like that is you're just going to stack it onto the things you already do. Like that's a great tip for an easy win on getting something new into your routine that you want to do. So, for example, we all brush our teeth, right? I'm really hoping. I hope so. Brush our teeth. And more than once, right? So, can you stack something onto that already well-formed habit? You know, if you yeah. have something you already do every day, if it's like I drive my kids to school every day, what can I add? If I want to be doing a little more self-help work, can I add an audio book in during that time? Maybe the kids can learn too. Or maybe it's when I get to the school... I'm going to take a minute and add this thing on, you know, I'm just going to pull over in the next block over and take a moment for myself because I want to meditate more. So whatever the goal is, insert goal, doesn't matter if I'm brushing my teeth and I say, every time I do that, I'm going to follow it by a big glass of water, or I'm going to floss with it. I'm already there. I just need to put the floss beside my toothbrush, or I'm going to drive a block away. I'm going to start my meditation habit because I already have this habit that I'm doing every day I drive the school kids to school. Or maybe it's I drive them every Tuesday. So I add it in every Tuesday. Again, these things, not to overwhelm you, they don't have to be daily. We talked about that earlier. But it's just something to say, how can I stack on a habit on something that already works and is like brainless for me? Like I don't have to think about it because I do this so much. What I like about this is that even the examples you gave, like the meditation or putting on an audio book, 
it doesn't take a lot of effort. It's not something mm-hmm. like unattainable, like, mm-hmm. oh gosh, mm-hmm. like it's such a huge goal. It is something yeah. easy. It is something very doable, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. yeah, what does it take? Like if you don't have the time to read, but you're like, I want to read more, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. maybe an audiobook while you're, mm-hmm. you know, you are in the car driving. Yeah. Yeah. So you commute to work. Can you add that in? Right. Right. Like if it's something, something like you're already that. doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe listening to a podcast. Yeah. You know, subscribing to the parenting show podcast. So if you miss it on a Sunday night at nine o'clock right here on 640 Toronto, you can listen to it anytime. Yes. I'm sure that should be in more people's goals. Absolutely. That should be a top. Uh, That's a resolution. Goal. Yeah. <laughs> but I'll joke yeah. aside. I think that the the big thing too, when it comes to New Year's resolutions is that a lot of the time people um, bite off more than they can chew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they feel overwhelmed. Yeah. And I don't think it has to be overwhelming. No, absolutely. It can be small successes, right? Yeah. Small wins. Okay. And those so I like that. So, so stacking little things onto are already things that we're already doing to create yeah, new the, habits. Ha- the habitual things we already have. Yeah. What, what are some other ideas and advice and tips and tricks? So some people, they find it very difficult to schedule anything for themselves in. So I, I don't know if any of your listeners might be like this, but certainly we've got the kids schedule all over. We've got maybe other demands, work demands or home demands. We've got, family, extended family, maybe we help our parents, whatever. We've got those pretty well integrated, but we have a hard time finding space for ourselves. So I don't know. I might be talking to a few of your listeners there, right? Um, so one thing one thing that I do a lot with clients and I've worked in is this um, the idea of scheduling some things in for yourself. You know, yes. And that's what I loved what you said earlier. And I, I want to loop back when we're talking about the book club and not going. You said, take that time for yourself. And that's 100% it, right? Like I've literally done couples therapy where people, you know, may not be able to afford it regularly or just have the time all the time. But can you use some of that time if you're not coming back to session just to take that time for yourselves, be it in the house where you don't have to get a babysitter or be it reviewing your goals for your relationship, be it having a date night, you know, you know, carve that time out because you'll honor it if you're meeting with me, but you don't always honor it if you're meeting for yourself. And I think that goes with our own individual goals as well, right? We don't necessarily honor what we need to do for ourselves because we don't make the time or we don't feel we have the time. So, so you know, dropping back to this hourly schedule, can you draw out your schedule? And I like drawing it out because you can really see it then. And you put in the things, you know, Pina, like if you're teaching a college course, that's already going to be blocked out, right? If you're doing a radio show, you know, the things that are just like not happening, you know, they're, they're blocked in. So I I get people to color code that, you know, you let's, let's purple it up when you've got work commitments, let's use blue when we've got family commitments, let's use green for the kids extracurricular activities. But can we find some pink just to put in somewhere? You know, and just like, okay, it might not be every day, but like you may look at your schedule and say, actually, Wednesday mornings are pretty open, or I don't have a lot Saturday afternoons. Can I carve some time in there and treat it like an appointment? Yes. Uh, use your calendar. Mm-hmm. And right now we're all on smartphones, like everyone's mm-hmm. on a smartphone. So we yeah. have our calendar accessible to us 
at our mm-hmm. fingertips. You know, mm-hmm. we're constantly on our phones and yeah. those things are already booked in there. You know, yeah. if you, you can book it in like an appointment. Yeah, that's right. So like, listen, are you telling me you don't have your kid's dentist appointment in there yeah. or an important mm-hmm. meeting you have or, or hockey all over the place? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So why not? It could mm-hmm. be 15 minutes. It could be 30 mm-hmm. minutes. Mm-hmm. Hey, and if you can carve out an hour, that's great. Mm-hmm. And it can be for something as simple as, like I said earlier, I gave the example of a bath or mm-hmm. locking, locking the door. That's key, parents. <laughs> mm-hmm. Locking the door. <laughs> yeah. You know, or maybe it's that like once a month thing come like, you know, the spring and summer so you can go golfing with your buddies. Yeah. Yeah. Like fun things. It doesn't all have to be like, you know, uh, all like really geared to self-improvement, like spending time socially is positive. It's just like putting something that makes you feel good and happy. Yeah. I'll tell you. Okay. So this is probably going to sound super silly. So almost every morning I do my best to go on my Starbucks run. And honestly, it is a five minute thing but it makes me so happy. And it is something that like I've created that space within my calendar to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I drive up and they all know me at Starbucks. It's like, cheers. Everyone knows my name. Yeah, Norm. <laughs> you know, and I'll pull up to the speaker and I'll say hello. And they'll be like, hey, P, your usual drive on through. And then I have my little chat with them at the window. Love it. And honestly, it sounds so silly, but that's something I do for myself. Mm -hmm. And it makes me so happy. I can be having the shittiest, most crappiest day. Mm -hmm. And I will leave with a smile. Yeah. So I think it's important, like you said, that we got to do these things. And sometimes, you know what, like if it's a bath, if it's golfing with buddies, if it's that like going out for dinner with girlfriends. Yes. If it's reading a book on your own. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, and there's a stat actually, Pina, that says if so, um, I don't know if I've shared this before, but there's a study with people working with long term um, or, or, or they're like in full care of a family member. It could be like a husband, it could be a parent, but they're taking care. They're a full-time caregiver pretty much to a family member or loved one. They found that obviously that's a really big call, right? Like that's a hard yeah. thing on life. And they found that if people even took 15 minutes a day to do something for themselves that's positive, their general overall well-being was higher. Their outlook was higher. Yeah. That's just 15 minutes. And you can imagine like it's pretty full on. But if, you know, and it's finding that thing, you know, that you like to do. Some people will always say they love baking. Other people think that sounds like the worst. But, you know, like something that they love for 15 minutes and that helped. So if we could employ that as well, what can we do for 15 minutes? You know, you've got your, you know, drive up to your Starbucks, your quick chat, your order, and then enjoying the drink. You know, that's something, right? And that's something that you're like, that's, that's me taking time to be a priority for myself. Maybe sometimes you grab an extra one for a friend. I can totally see you do see you do yeah, that. Yeah. And then that's that other piece, right? And that's another thing that on some days that might include someone or a way to give love, right? And and often 
giving is better than receiving. So that's another piece we okay. can incorporate into our day, right? And so there's so many like positives that can be grown out of that one simple act, right? Or even like tipping someone or paying it forward. So it's it's those things where you've just got like a great little system there where you say it sounds silly, but I can see how it can be all different things on different days. You know what? I'm glad that the conversation took this turn because New Year's resolutions, like I'm seeing the bright side to it. I'm seeing mm. the positivity to it. <laughs> yeah. And you know what? I think a lot of people needed to hear that. Mm. So if all you take from this yeah. show this evening is to take a few minutes to put a smile on your face because in turn it will put a smile on on the faces of those around mm. you then do that oh kelly thank you so much for joining me on the show so and, glad to be here and helping me get through this hour very sick <laughs> yes <sighs> but if any of you guys tuned in later and missed any of the show, you can listen back on our podcast, available anywhere that you like to download podcasts. And I'm trying to get this all out in a breath, but I'm not going to hide it. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. This is me. I love radio, and I wasn't going to stop for anyone. (laughs) So thank you for joining. Happy New Year, everyone. Kelly, Happy New Year. Thank you. Kelly, people want to find you, where can they find you? So I'm on, um, you know, Instagram, Kelly Boss Therapy, Facebook, Kelly Boss Therapy, Twitter, probably the same, I think. And my website's kellyboss.com. It's one S. So that's the tricky part, kellyboss.com. There you go. And guys, the new year, new you uh, theme carries on all month long here on the Parenting Show. So we will catch you next week. Same time, same place, right here on 640 Toronto. I'm your host, Peter Crispo, chicmama.ca.